Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, here we are for our number three on this Tuesday in the Northland. Kenny, I thought you'd appreciate this coming out of Minnesota Take, the political magazine from Minnesota. comes out every day. I love this from yesterday. Topping out at 65 degrees yesterday was the warmest day ever recorded in February for the Twin Cities. In true Midwest fashion, there's a chance of snow today. <laughs> 65, a record high in the Twin Cities yesterday. Uh, that broke the record of 64, set back in 1896. And I got to tell you, Brad, there was a, up in International Falls yesterday, they tied their record high of 53, and they also had an inch and a half of snow. Oh, jeez. That's just crazy. <laughs> A Duluth, high a Duluth high yesterday was 54. We're not going to come that close today. As a matter of fact, uh, we've already uh, seen temperatures started to drop today. So, uh, but it's okay, Brad, because today is National Pasty Week. Pasty we, Day. We still yes. have that. Pasty Week. Yes, yeah, Pasty just Week. Day. There Got the you whole go. week. Yes. <laughs> oh, I called my... Uh... I should say my wife called our daughter when she found that out this morning and said, hey, do you make pasties? <laughs> said, no, why? Well, it's pasty week. We have to find some pasties. Well, Bradley, anyway, yes. this time of the day uh, on Tuesdays, we talked to Shelly from Promoting Me, and we have her on the phone. Wonderful. Well, we have learned a lot, uh, you know, in the few weeks that we've been talking to you, Shelly, uh, about what kind of things you can do to help a business grow itself. And, you know, I'm I'm sure what happens in a lot of cases is, you know, people that own a business, they start it off and they, they get so wrapped up in they order supplies and they're building products and they're displaying products. They kind of forget about the overall way to market and grow a business. And so I, I think you can help a lot of those uh, places kind of review or refocus what they're doing. Absolutely. It all becomes about the strategy. So what we have always done doesn't necessarily mean that that's really the way to uh, continue to grow, especially in today's digital technology. So there's many different ways. Uh, I always tell somebody who says, well, we have really good social media campaign. We post every day. And I said, well, what's your strategy behind posting? And they look at me like, well, we don't have a strategy. We just post. <laughs> Michael, what's your strategy that we need to do, right? So anything worth doing is worth measuring. And if you can't measure it, why are you doing it? We need strategy to measure if it's successful or not. Boy, that that is so true. You know, you find yourself going through the motions, just doing the things you think you should do to run your business. But you never sit down and say, am I doing things that are going to make it grow? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another big thing is, you well, know, and I'll say this what's promoting me, too, is the fact that it's always easier for somebody to take a look at your business and make recommendations, right? When we get so busy yeah. working in our business, we forget to work on our business because we become so consumed. So what we bring to the table is the fact that we can come in, strategize, and say, well, have you considered this or what about that? And they're like, why did I never think of that? Well, because we're too busy working in the business. We forgot to strategize. Well, I want to tell all of our listeners, we're talking right now to Shelly Peterson, who is the CEO of Promoting Me. What that means, what Promoting Me is, is promoting yourself, promoting your own business. 
And you can reach her very simply by dialing her at 218-393-6670. That's 218-393-6670. Or go online uh, to promotingme.com. And you can leave her a message. You, uh, she has a website. You can see some of the things that are going on. But basically what you do, Shelly, if I can, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are a yes. mentor to people's entrepreneurship. Isn't that basically really what it is? You know, that would be, it's a very good synopsis. And we also take people from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. So uh, all stages in between. Okay. So, and, and the, the nice thing that people should know is if you call Shelly or you contact her, she's not going to come in with an already portfolio in hand and tell you this is the way you got to run your business. She's going to come in and interview you about what you do, how you do it, what your goals are, what, you know, and, and she's going to help you achieve those uh, those goals that are laid out there for you. And develop tools and practices that'll help you uh, help you have your business grow. Uh, is that kind of Absolutely. where you where you come into play? Yeah. Absolutely, because there's not one strategy fits all, right? We come in and we listen, and we strategize, and we'll make recommendations, and then we develop a plan based upon that. Well, I think this is going to be exciting for people, and I know there's and th- this goes for not only people that have a business set up and running, but there are probably also a lot of people in our listening audience that have been thinking for a long time, you know, I got this idea for a business and I've been thinking about it, but I, you know, I'm a little bit scared of going into it on my own. You're always, you're always going to have a better role out of a business, aren't you? If you're more prepared and ready for it. Oh, absolutely. Because then you can you can pivot when you need to. And sometimes you just don't know what you don't know, right? So we can take some industry standards. I can I, I refer a lot of my customers to each other to like, hey, they've been through this process. Why don't you talk with this customer? Or you know what? They're facing the same problem. Why so I act as a really big igniter and a connector between my clients as well. Fantastic. Well, again, uh, we've been talking with Shelley Peterson, who is the CEO of promoting me, how to promote yourself, how to promote your own business, how to make your entrepreneurship grow and develop. And you can reach her very simply by picking up the phone and dialing 218-393-6670 or simply leave her a note online. Go to promotingme.com. Leave her a note. She'll get back to you and set up an arrangement for the two of you to get together and plan your future. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much, Shelley. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Well, Kenny, um, I'm, I think I'm getting the hang of what Shelley does, and uh, you know, I think she's got a great, uh, uh, a great gift for uh, helping other people develop their business. We have on the line with us the lady that's going to be at a lot of caucuses tonight, or a lot of. I, I think you're going to be attending. Uh, running from room to room at these caucuses tonight. Is that not the case, Natalie Zelesnik, our, our local uh, state legislator? It is the case. It will be, uh, I'll be leaving St. Paul shortly to get back to Hermantown. I'll be there at 6.30 tonight, and then I'll be at uh, Two Harbors at 8 o'clock tonight. Excellent. So you're going to go to both uh, the Duluth caucuses and up into Hermantown. That's fantastic. That's great. I am. 
I'll be in two harbors, too, so it'll be fantastic to see everybody tonight. Well, look, I want to ask you a question because I know that you're going to have competition. It always happens that when a Republican finally gets a foothold and is doing fantastic work, working hard for the people of the community, Democrats don't like to give up those footholds in northern Minnesota. And so I guess the question I would have for you today, Natalie, is if people are listening this morning, and there are a lot of uh, pe- people that listen and might want to help you out, if they want to, if they want to send a donation to your campaign, or if they want to get involved, maybe uh, take yard signs, pass them out, do whatever. How do they do that? How do they make contact with uh, Legislator Nat- uh, Natalie Zelesnikar? The best thing to do, Brad, is to go to my website, which is www.natalieforhouse.com, all spelled out, N-A-T-A-L-I-E-F-O-R-H-O-U-S-E. Super. Very easy to remember, natalieforhouse.com. Is that it? That's it. That's it. That's the best way for people to get involved, and I appreciate all the support. It's been a great year and you know we made history there's never been a republican representing northeastern minnesota so i think we'll make history again and it's been fantastic to listen to the the concerns of everybody that lives in 3b well and and natalie let's be honest the northern part of of our region the uh, northern part of the Duluth superior hermantown that area we have a lot of elderly people. You spent most of your life helping out with nursing homes and those kinds of things. So you really have a commitment to the uh, to that population, to that demographics in our community. And it's really nice to have somebody down there at the Capitol that knows how legislation might affect those people. 100%. That was the reason I was appointed to the Aging Task Force by the governor and by Senator Seberger and Representative Hewitt for the EMS Task Force. They appointed me because I've had 30 years of experience. And, you know, we it took the entire session, Democrats said no to funding nursing homes as they were closing all around us. And so on the last day of session, we got 300 million for nursing homes, which was critical to fund the nursing homes because we, Cloquet just closed because the hospital was losing, you know, one to two million a year. And we would have had more closures had we not done that on the last day of session. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important. Extremely important. Well, we, uh, we wish you the best of luck and I'm so glad to see that you're at the, uh, uh, that you're going to be at the caucuses tonight. Now, we do have a question uh, for Natalie, and I think, uh, Kenny, can you relate the question, or do you want to patch the caller on Yeah, let's go ahead. Bill, Bill, you have okay. a question of Natalie, correct? Yes, I do. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. Well, um, do you know, uh, Representative Lesnikar, if it's accurate that the state of Minnesota, the Department of Vehicle Services, is issuing driver's licenses to illegals? That is accurate. They are doing that. That was well, the number that the they Democrats issued so far? 2023. 2023, the Democrats passed that. You're right. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's a so, shame. My gosh. 
it's an absolute shame. <laughs> I mean, but my without, understanding is, they, in order to drive, they still are required to have car insurance. Correct, correct. The issue was one of the amendments that I and others uh, proposed was that the driver's license would have a line through it or be vertical. Because we have driver's licenses that are, have lines for people that are under 21 for alcohol sales and marijuana, all those types of things. And so Democrats said no, because we wanted it to be distinctively show that it's different because uh, we, you know, it's a driver's license. It's not, uh, it's, it's intended for the driving for, I believe, for automobile in accidents and insurance and that type of thing. What about requirements to be uh, uh, trained drivers? Do they have to pass a driver's test? They do have to pass a driver's test, yes. All right. So they have yeah. to take a behind the wheel just like anybody else uh, would have to do. Correct. And that's one of the reasons why I'm getting a lot of calls for parents who are trying to get their kids in for a driver's license. It is really, in many areas, problematic to find a place to get your driver's license for Sure. Uh, people who are legal citizens. And so it, we, they're just overwhelmed right now at motor vehicle trying to get all the huh. driver's license through. People are traveling well, hours to a more remote place to try to get in to get their driver's license. Boy, isn't that, isn't that insane? And, you know, yes, maybe you have to take a, you have to take the test, but how do you know what kind of experience some of these people have been having coming from, you know, I don't know that I would necessarily want to uh, be on the road with somebody that had gotten all their experience driving on the roads of Somalia, for example, <laughs> where I've seen some of the traffic on those areas and it's just pathetic. So, you know, you can certainly understand why people that are trying to get their licenses for the first time uh, maybe having a hard time getting into the system and in getting that happening. So, anyway, listen, yeah, Natalie, we're uh, we're looking forward to you being in the district tonight, going to the caucuses, and uh, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of response from people. But this really is important tonight, isn't it? This first, this Absolutely. is uh, political grassroots, isn't it? It really is, and it's really important for people to know where their caucus is and. They can find that out by going on uh, the Secretary of State, sos.state.min.us, uh, for their caucus finder. But uh, I will be at uh, Hermantown. They can register at the middle school at 630 or at the community center in Two Harbors at 630 tonight in uh, Two Harbors for Lake County. Yep. And they're doing the same thing in Duluth at the uh, Lincoln uh, Middle School, the new school up above Wheeler Field. Uh, they're asking people to register there at about 6.30 as well. Well, listen, I I understand that uh, congratulations and happy anniversary are in order for you, too. You recently had an anniversary. Oh, absolutely. It's anniversary time, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're quite welcome. Yeah. Thanks for calling in again. we got to take a break. We'll be back shortly with more here on Sound Off on a Tuesday. Your Twin Ports home for UMD Bulldog Hockey. Shot score! UMD! KDAL. KDAL time is 127. So uh, the high temperature in Duluth today, uh, let's see here. I've got it right here. There it is, 43 degrees. 
And then the thermometer started to drop. Uh, latest <laughs> check. to go down already. Yeah, 43. That occurred uh, right around the lunch hour, right around noon. So 43 the high. Uh, currently 35 degrees in Duluth. Northwest wind at 15. So there is a wind chill of 26. And, yeah, we're the home of Bulldog hockey, men's hockey this uh, Friday and Saturday. Bruce Siski with the call. He's going to be in Colorado College, Colorado Springs. And uh, Colorado College, Friday night, 8 o'clock, drop of the puck. Saturday night, they'll drop the puck at 7 o'clock. Bulldog Hockey here on KDAL. Lucky dog, he gets to travel all those fun places. Now, with that in mind, we need to tell people tomorrow, Sound Off, is going to be a little different time slot. Because of Minnesota Twins baseball, we are going to be starting at 10 a.m., instead of 11, and we will be done at noon because the Twins uh, preseason baseball game comes on uh, early tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. and then uh, follow us until noon, okay? Yeah, Twins baseball at noon tomorrow. So tomorrow's 10 a.m. start uh, means that we're going to move Let the Sawdust Fly to Thursday and we'll have a regular program on Thursday from Correct. 11 to 2. Let's let the sawdust fly. Pete Wood will be in studio. So, yeah. Now, uh, just to give you a little update, yesterday uh, I'm sitting watching, you know, thinking what I'm going to watch tonight. The wild aren't on. There's nothing uh, going on. Then I thought, I'm going to try Major League Baseball. I have the Major League Baseball package. And I went to that, clicked on it. Guess what was on? What? The Minnesota Twins versus the New York Yankees from Tampa, Florida. And the Twins lost. And they lost. But you know what is is nice about this time of the year is when they lose, it doesn't count. But it's nice when they win. When they win, it's like, yeah, "Yeah, we won. But when they lose, that's no big deal. Well, it doesn't (laughs) count. and, And I'll tell you this. I didn't know but maybe one or two of the players yeah. that were playing yesterday because they're yeah. loading up with all these farm system players sure. trying to take a look at different guys, different different pitches. There was a different yeah. pitcher every inning. Uh, but, hey, they, they looked competitive and, you know, they looked kind of good. And yeah. we found out during the game, by the way, big announcement right in the middle of the game, that uh, the Twins had just made a trade with the Los Angeles Dodgers for outfielder Manuel Margot. Yeah, and that yeah, and that he is uh, he's being brought in basically as protection in case Byron Buxton can't make it through the year again. You know, he's been like, injured. What do you mean, so like a bodyguard times. or something? Protection. Well, no, like a replacement for <laughs> for him. <laughs> He's going to be Byron Buxton's bodyguard. All right. No, uh, I, Byron I Buxton yeah. has had some trouble over yeah. the last four or five years. You know, I think the Twins it, are are working this thing pretty good with the the low budget that they're dealing with. What I like about this Twins team right now, I really like this pitching staff, in particular this bullpen. Yeah. Yes. And that is and what I agree with you. That is what helps teams win a division. So will we repeat? Because uh, we are defending division champions from last year. Oh, yeah. And real you quickly, Brad, I want to mention that there is wild hockey tonight on WDSM 710 AM. The game, uh, Minnesota will host Carolina 7 o'clock. 
drop of the Carolina, puck. Carolina, do they have a hockey team in Carolina? They got a good hockey team. They're they're well coached. <laughs> they do have a good yeah, team. I know, I yeah, know. <laughs> they do. They've what do actually, they call them? The Hurricanes, right? Yes. Uh, they uh, became uh, the Carolina Hurricanes uh, via uh, the Hartford Whalers. And I know a lot of people are... Oh, that's where yeah. they... Okay, they Hartford, picked up the Hartford. Yeah, Hartford right. moved to Carolina. And um, yeah, Carolina you know, has something... Carolina has yeah. something Minnesota doesn't have, Brad. What's that? Stanley Cup rings. <laughs> You had to mention that, didn't you? Well. You know, isn't it interesting that when you look at pro hockey right now, what are the other teams that have Stanley Cup rings? Predators? Huh? Out of Nashville? Yeah, there's a few. The What's the team called in Vegas? Golden Knights? Yeah, they they got one. <laughs> what What is going on here? How come... Uh, how come we can't get our spin in the wind? Well, Nashville doesn't have a Stanley Cup. Don't they? I thought they had no. a Stanley Cup. No, I thought you. I thought you were. Saying well, I know they had didn't. a very, very competitive team no. for a number of years, but our North Stars came close a couple of times, but uh, <sighs> oh, well. close ain't good enough. So, but this game tonight is in St. Paul, right? So it's going to start yes. at 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock, okay. drop of the puck, Wild Hockey, seven ten a.m. the game. So we got Wild Hockey tonight, yeah. Well, that means I'll be able to watch it and still get up early enough to, to hit the show at 10 instead oh, of uh, later. Nice, <laughs> nice. So again, Brad, last, right. last night our city council meeting, uh, nothing too exciting going on other than the... Uh, Opportunity for citizens to be heard at the start. Uh, um, one minute of silence for the uh, person. That, that was, was good. Yeah, that, that really was, was good. something. I got to yeah. tell you, that really kind of changed the tone of the meeting because you had all these people that were so concerned about getting uh, a resolution to uh, stop the genocide. Not that it's going to stop the genocide in Gaza, but just to recognize no. that. And, you know, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing for the city council, but. I was really struck by these uh, people that spoke about Skyline and the need to do something up there to prevent any further tragedies um, that occurred up there. So uh, my thought, Brad, is a couple of things I got out of this is uh, let's try to reduce the speeds up there. Let's put some signage up there. Let's let's what is the speed limit on Skyline? Yeah, well, I'm not even sure. Well, the speed limit on city streets is 30. Does that need okay. to be the speed limit on Skyline? At least that around, would, the, you know, the Rice's Point Overlook. Should it be yeah, 30 miles up there? That might or, be a little bit fast. Well, let's bring it down area. to 20, um, you know, and, and look into this. Should there be a stop sign at the top of 5th Street for users on Skyline? I kind of think there should be, Brad. Uh, this past summer, fall, I was up there. There was a bike, uh, mountain bike um tournament uh, event that was taking place and they were crossing at fifth street that's where that trail crosses oh, and i said sure. to somebody who i was talking to there that was a part of the uh the, the bike race i said isn't anybody here uh maintaining this cross here for these uh bikers nope 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 i said i'll tell you what i said i'll volunteer i offered my information i said i'll come up here and i'll help you know with the traffic for a couple of yeah. hours just to alert drivers that hey there's Bikers come and stop. I wasn't there. There were no orange cones, no flags. 
So when you do these things, Brett, <laughs> these things have to be in place. They have to be. Yeah. And so we need to do things to prevent this from happening again. Should there be a guardrail around that corner where the young man lost his life? Maybe. Absolutely. There may be. There should be some. So. You know, we, there's obviously a problem right in that area for two situations like that in a very short period right, of time. Right. Something's wrong. Listen, we got to do our CBS News, but as we go to do that, I thought all of you, especially the women listening in our audience, would be great to know this morning that Wallet Hub has come out with a gender pay gap across the nation, and they have posted in their information this morning that Minnesota is the third best state in the nation for working women, only behind Massachusetts and the District of Columbia. So there you go. If you're a working woman in Minnesota, you're probably in pretty good stance. We'll take our CBS break, and then we'll be back. KDAL time is 140. The temp continues to drop. Boy, I just reported 35 at last check, and now we're down to 33. So we're down 10 degrees from today's high already. And we're going to keep dropping, Brad. Tonight, the Twin Ports, Duluth in particular, uh, we're looking at a low tomorrow morning of only minus one. It's going to be very cold tomorrow. And I will tell you that is below normal. The normal low is 10. So we're going to be cold tonight, uh, early tomorrow morning. It's going to be sunny and blustery tomorrow with a high of 14 or 15 or 16 right here in the Twin Ports. So just the mid to upper teens and wind chills tomorrow. So, yeah, bundle up and be prepared for some cold weather tomorrow. Good day to stay inside. And and eat pasties. pasties. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, folks. You know, you heard uh, President Biden's spokesperson saying that they, they think they can maybe come up with a ceasefire agreement by Monday. Biden is saying it might be able to get done by Monday. He's praying it would get done by Monday because they're voting in the primaries in Michigan. And he has been told by a number of uh, Michigan constituents that they're not going to vote for him because of his support of Israel. See, they've kind of been threatening him, telling him, "Look, if you don't uh, if you don't stop supporting Israel in the in the uh, you know just because they were attacked by Hamas and killed and slaughtered people, it doesn't give them a right to defend themselves, does it? Well, I think it does, but." Uh, Anyway, they're saying, uh, we're going to not support you, not vote for you. So Biden is very curious and very hopeful that they can somehow come to a framework. This morning, uh, in one of the stories that uh, came out of the, of the news sources, they're talking about this, uh, the fact that Hamas has rejected the latest Israel hostage deal framework. Well, they have no authority to to deny or not accept anything. They're ready to be folded out as an organization. They have been defeated, kicked out of every hole in uh, Gaza, except the final one, this last little area that they're now held up in. Um, But what is happening is they have refused... Uh, this deal with Israel hostages unless Israel agrees to end the war and pull all of its forces out of the Gaza Strip. 
a condition that would allow the terror group to claim victory in the war, and therefore it's a non-starter for Israel. Here's my belief on this. They're supposed to be, I think they said, 134 Israeli hostages that are still being held. I'm telling you, I doubt very few of them are still alive. I think most of those hostages have been killed by Hamas, and that's why they don't want to come up with a final agreement to release them, because I think when that day does come, you're going to find very few of those people uh, that are still left alive. Um, So, you know, I, I, I would love to be wrong, but I have a feeling I'm right. Anyway, we've got a couple callers on. We've got uh, we've got our friend Pierre from the eastern suburbs of Twig, who thinks he's in. Oh, I just th- I just search? threw that in there. I said maybe oh, Pierre's yeah. in search of a pasty. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think he probably knows where to find a pasty up in the Twig area. I bet you, Pierre. How you doing today? My mother used to give pasty training or cooking classes to all the granddaughters, daughter-in-laws, all the time to make them with rutabagas. Hey, remember Penelope's pasties? Yes, right in uh, Cotton Picking Cotton. Yeah. But you can go up to Virginia somewhere, there's a place. Oh, they're all over Duluth. Yeah, there is a place. Super One, Johnson's Bakery. Well, you can get them there, but I mean, I think Pierre's talking about there's a place up in Virginia that's, that's a bakery a that specializes in them. Yeah, yeah, Johnson's Bakery. They've been around 80 years. <laughs> You'd probably get a good pasty out of Johnson's Bakery. I would think so. Well, fair. With rutabaggies. Some of them don't want to put rutabaggies. But, no, I'm glad well, that your show is here to keep us informed. And these politicians, they need to learn the word need or want. We don't yes. need a new flag in Minnesota. We have nope. no money for any foreign government ever we got too much debt we got to take care of our debt and the people here number one and our veterans thanks for me i got drafted i survived it there you go you know not everybody but uh, to be real about this tonight i don't know i'm gonna see what's going on and what politicians might show up but about giving money away all the time is just no no we don't have the money i can't go in debt anymore See and and I think it's because people just they look at the they look at finances and they just don't think well this government they'll never run out of money yeah they will they're running out of our money they have that's why we're zillions and and that and now when they do these politicians they vote for stuff for themselves and if I quote them if I have it right the former uh, newspaper guy Dick Palmer he's trying to oh, eliminate yes. you have term limits back. And you can't double up on all these bills and that. If it's transportation, you can't bring medical on it. And also the um, no more pensions for politicians. No, they can't have a life, life, $100,000 for life and more. No, goodbye. Get on another job. You're you're absolutely right. What we were looking at, I think, 41 billion or was it trillion of debt that we're already in it's just an enormous amount of money that we can't even begin to visualize what it is and yet we're spending money like it's going out of style we We want to spend another we want to spend another 60 billion to ukraine and nato has come out and said we're not helping we're you know you're on your own 
We're not. We're not going to. We're not going to waste money or resources on that war. Yeah, we need to bring back um, in Duluth the fun to play underwater hockey and get some underwater <laughs> rugby. Wait till you tune on 2019. Kenny, don't Kenny, don't ever let this guy on the air again. He always brings up underwater hockey. Well, like what we need, huge I mean, demand all for hockey it. is water right now. There's no hockey even outdoors. It's all water. That's why we would go underwater. <laughs> Keep breathing. Oh, all right, Pierre. Thank I, you. I learned, hey. I learned how to play. It's been around underwater seventy years. Seventy years. There you go. Old. All right. Well, listen, we got to take our Minnesota news break, and uh, then we'll come back and wrap this baby up shortly here on Sound Off on 610 KDAL Radio. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you. KDAL time, 153, 36 degrees in downtown Duluth. Winds have increased out of the northwest to about 18 miles an hour. Uh, Bob Dylan's going on tour again, Brad, and uh, guess we're, uh, well, Duluth's not on the uh, tour list. I was going to say, Duluth's not on it. Come on, Bob, what's wrong with you? You're not going to come home and play another show? (laughs) Coming home, yeah. Uh, But, but... Uh, on the list of uh, the schedule, rather, for Bob Dylan's tour um, is uh, Somerset, Wisconsin. So we got to go to Apple River to see Bob on September 6th. Oh, that's too bad. It I mean, is. Uh, We're in a big you know, arena here, that's Bob. That's not a long run. Yeah. Come to Duluth, Bob. Bah. Duluth, where you, you know what? If you don't know your way around, I'll get Tom Little of Remax Results to take you on a tour. He knows the town like the back of his hand. In fact, he knows every house that's for sale in the community. He knows what's a good deal and what's not a good deal. You know, guys like Doug, and these are true stories. Doug was struggling to figure out how he would list his home and not end up to be homeless if he sold his home ahead of time, when he stumbled upon Tom Little. Tom guided him through the process of selling his home and purchasing a new one. And thanks to Tom's exceptional marketing plan, Doug had multiple offers selling his home over the list price and was able to secure his new home at a great price as well. Doug, you know what Doug said? Doug said, I couldn't have done it without Tom Little. You have to find that sweet spot when listing your home. Not too high that it doesn't sell or too low that you leave money on the table. You need somebody and you need Tom Little of Remax Results. Tom Little of Remax Results is he's doing his job every day and he's making sure that your home is going to sell for what it should. Call the agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home and that's Tom Little of Remax Results at 218 218- Three one zero three 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 four, but don't be surprised if you can't get him on that phone number because he's really busy talking to bankers and mortgage companies and other lenders and other people trying to buy homes. So you might want to just go online to TomLittleTeam.com. That's TomLittleTeam.com, and simply leave him a message there. When he gets back to you, you better start packing because it, it is going to happen that quick. 
Now, Tom will also tell you there are some legal conditions that apply on selling real estate. He'll always spell those out for you as well, and you'll be on your way to a better and brighter home in tomorrow by dealing with Tom Little of Remax Results. Well, I'll tell you what, we're quickly running out of time, but let me give you one quick, uh, uh, this is a sad story that came out of St. Paul this morning. I read it, and I and I know this guy, too. Um, there's a there's a decorated, there was a decorated Vietnam veteran, a guy named Tom Dunn, D-U-N-N-E, 76-year-old. He'd been in the Marines during the Vietnam War. He'd gone into the National Guard. He was in the Army Reserve. 76, a retired Minnesota guardsman. Well, him and his wife liked to walk. So they were down at Harriet Island, if you know where that is in St. Paul. And while he was down there, he was putting his wife in the car along with his wheelchair because he has a hard time getting around now. And he noticed some young punk urinating on the sidewalk. And he thought, well, that's not right. So he took a he took his cell phone. He was going to take a picture of it. Well, a couple of other young uh, individuals saw him taking a picture of this guy urinating on the sidewalk, and went up to him, and then uh, told him he uh, shouldn't be doing that. And they tried to take his phone away from him. Well, he wouldn't give him his phone up. Well, at that time, one of them hit him in the face with a closed fist, knocked him down. And then they hit him a couple of other times. And uh, the three of them ganged up on these three young punks ganged up on this 76-year-old man. Well, to make a long story short, <clears throat> he ended up in the hospital with broken bones in his face. Uh, the three ma males walked along the Mississippi River. Uh, they were arrested. They have now been charged because... He got out of the hospital a few days later with broken bones in his jaw, and then he had a relapse, and he ended up back in the hospital. He has since died. They have charged the juveniles with first-degree assault, a felony, adult felony. Uh, they're certifying them for adult court, and they've now committed an autopsy to Dunn to see what he passed away from, and if it was from this beating of these three young punks, they will be charged with murder. So it's a sad situation that an elderly guy can't even take a picture without thugs uh, wanting to beat him up at 76 years old. I hope they feel real proud of, a beat, of three of them beating up an old man. Anyway, one thing, don't forget, tomorrow morning we're going to be on the air early. Tune in at 10 o'clock instead of at 11 o'clock for Sound Off. We'll be on at 10 o'clock, and we'll be off at noon because the Minnesota Twins are playing baseball tomorrow. So enjoy a little bit of warmth today because tonight it's going to get really cold, and by tomorrow morning, you're going to be very, very cold in the Northland. We'll see you all tomorrow, 10 o'clock.